is magical. Welcome to Magic Monday. I'm Tess Whitehurst. And I'm Natasha Levenger. And this is a podcast about all the ways we experience and use the magic of the universe in our everyday lives. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Hi, Natasha. Hello. I'm using a new, uh-oh. Well, I'm using a new mic today. Um, so I'm feeling a little different, but it's okay. I just heard a ringing in my ear and I can't tell if it's just like a ringing in my ear or in the headphone, <laughs> but I think that Weird. was just my ear. Sometimes I get that. Do you ever have huh. that? No. no, like an audio sort of intuitive message that you're not no. sure if it's. Oh, I, I, I wish that's what it was. No, uh, I think it's like TMJ, like when you, like a high pitched tone. Oh, no, I don't get that. Like, Maybe it's because you're a musician. Maybe. And that would mean my hearing's going wrong. Brett get, has it all the time. I think it's like, I don't know what it is. But anyway, I can't hear it now. So. It's fine. <laughs> so, so how have you been? How was your week? I It has been good. Should I tie it into the cards? Or? Yeah. So okay. I, I was remembering my card was Divine Love from my Magic of Flowers Oracle. Oh, and what yes. was yours? Yours was Akashic. Your Akashic deck. Oh, no. You don't, if you don't remember, I definitely don't remember. Oh, I thought you did. I texted you about it. Well, I remembered what the deck was but then i said do you remember what the card was and then i go you can just tell me when we're on the oh thing. i missed that text somehow oh you Weird. did yeah, i think I you missed a couple texts yes. because yeah you came on before i texted you but which is fine but um i felt bad that you were waiting a little bit but um oh it was um, you know what i'm not gonna guess our our Loyal listeners are probably remembering and being like, it was this. Yeah, I, I don't remember. Someone would remember. Well, the love one definitely applies. Okay. How, what happened? For me this week. Well, just like I've just been big, big, big on, um, practicing self-compassion. Like, oh. majorly. It's been so crazy life-changing. I can't yeah. tell you. Like, first, I, I know I talked about this at the end, but I can't remember if I said this part, but about um, first getting in touch with, and I wrote about this on Instagram, getting in touch with the phrases that you most want to hear. Like that if somebody were to just like tell you the thing that would just make you feel like, oh, everything's okay. You know, yeah. like that deep breath kind of feeling. So I've been telling myself those phrases very consistently. And it's like, it's, it shouldn't be crazy, but it's really changing just how I feel in the world. I love that. Yeah, I want to try that. That was actually, I gave uh, that homework in the Good Vibe Tribe web tra oh, chat last did? night. Oh, So awesome. yeah, so that's our Good Vibe Tribe homework is to do the, yeah, to think of what you would most want to hear and then set a timer and tell yourself those things. Yes. Oh my gosh. And just like to do it all day long, kind of whenever you think yeah. of it. Yeah. It's funny because I never have allowed myself to really feel those things on a deep level. And now that I'm allowing it, I just can't get enough of it. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah. It just feels so good. And I used to... I, I can't remember if I said this either, but I realized that I was kind of keeping myself at a distance. Did I say that last week? 
Um, no, not in those words. Okay, yeah. I realized as I was doing this that I kind of was like, uh, uh okay, you're cool, but like, you know, let's uh-huh. not let too much in, you right. know? And yeah. now I'm like really letting in this love and worthiness feeling and it's just like, oh, it, it just feels so good. I love that. And it's like how Louise Hay said, um, used to say that you can always love yourself more because love is infinite. And it is this path that we're on. It is like discovering more and more, like getting deeper and deeper into loving and approving of ourselves. And I I feel like that too. The whole month of July was just like the power path how the power path said July. The theme is friction. Like Uh things are going to be challenging and you might be at odds with yourself and others, but that it ultimately is this like beautiful transformation. Mm -hmm. And I really have been feeling that too, like opening up to self-approval in ways that I haven't ever, you know, experienced. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about body image stuff last week. You (laughs) were feeling positive and I'm feeling less positive, but it's interesting because I've I've always experienced growth as like a spiral, you know, where like, oh, I'll feel good. And then it's like, oh, wait, I'm back here again. But actually, you're not all the way back where you were, but you're just on the spiral, you know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. And that it and, feels like sometimes like you go backwards, but really you're just like experiencing another incarnation of something to learn about it in a deeper way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But this time it's interesting because I'm kind of feeling like I'm have like, I have like dual citizenship <laughs> in like self-love yeah. and self, uh, not hate, but like, um, What's the word? Deprecation. Criti- criticism. Yeah, criticism. Yeah. Yeah. I've so been feeling that same way. Really? Same exact way. Yeah. That's like so there's funny. two different planes. Like I could step into one or be in yes. the other. And I can, I'm aware of them both. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Like, and for me, it's just the self-criticism is all this body stuff because I've gained weight. Um, because I'm also very much enjoying food and my life <laughs> in that way with yeah. no restrictions. Um, but, um, but yeah, I did have this moment where I was feeling this criticism yesterday and I was like, oh, you know, I could choose to just not do that. Yes. Like I felt that, yes. but then I was like, oh no, but I'm not going to. I, <laughs> I still yeah. let myself stay in that not so fun place. But, but just to like have that awareness, I was like, okay, I can see it anyway, you know. There was enough self-love that I didn't lose myself in it completely. Like there was some awareness. I know. Yes, I've been having that same experience. I love that. That's so funny. We're having such a similar experience. I mean, I love that about this podcast because we don't know like what your (laughs) – I don't know what your energy report's going to be. You don't know what my practical magic's going to be. And then they're parallel and then we are having the same experiences or similar ones, similar evolutions. Yeah. And I feel like it helps me connect with the waves of energy that everyone is experiencing. Yeah, totally. It is nice to like – yeah, to clue in to be like, oh, this, it, I guess it's kind of what astrology does in a way, mm-hmm. too. It's like, this yeah. is what you all might be experiencing. Totally. Yeah. Um, and it's funny because I, I know dreams are boring, but I feel like this really explains. <laughs> I don't think dreams are boring. You don't? Okay, no. Well, most people do. This one isn't too boring, and I haven't told this to Brett yet. So he's going to laugh. He doesn't get jealous. I get more jealous than he does, but especially of a dream. He's not, but he's going to think it's funny to hear this. Um, he edits it. <laughs> oh, yeah. So anyone Hi, doesn't ben. know. 
<laughs> but I had this dream that Justin Thoreau, do you know who that is? Justin um, Thoreau, he used to be married to Jennifer Aniston, and I follow him on um, Instagram because he's a big adopt-don't-shop um, oh, okay. Yeah, advocate. his name sounds familiar, but I'm not sure exactly who he is. Well, he's also very handsome, and he's he was in The Leftovers, and he's very funny, too, and he has this beautiful pit bull that I love. Anyway, he rescued her. Anyway, I had this dream that Justin Thoreau... <laughs> wanted to be with me (laughs) like he was so then we started kissing and then he was like I don't know I don't know if I really if this is right I don't know if this is really what I want and I was like you know what Justin Throw, you need to decide because (laughs) (laughs) I'm worth I'm worth more than waiting around for you. Oh, good for you. <laughs> and I could feel like, oh, should I just like wait around and like see what, ha- like w- waste my time basically? But I was like, no, 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 I can't do that. I'm worth more than that, Justin yeah. Thoreau. And then once I realized that, I realized that Brett was actually in this universe. I had like broken up with him to be to see what would happen with Justin Throne. I was like, what have I done? This person <laughs> values Aww. me and I love him so much. Forget Justin Throne. And then I went and found him and realized that he was my true love and that I deserved <laughs> true. <laughs> <laughs> I deserved true to be truly you valued. <laughs> oh, I love that. So that is like a real epitome of what I've been going through. Yeah. Pretend breaking up with Justin Thrill because he couldn't devote to remember to your me. value. That's right. Thank yeah. you for summing that up. I love it. <laughs> so that was my week. Did we? Did I um, usurp that or do you want to say something else about your week? Oh, well, I mean, I definitely felt – so we're recording this a little early. We're kind of like right at the end of July right now and um, that whole like friction thing in July and the end of Mercury retrograde, like definitely feeling crankiness. I don't know mm. if you had crankiness. <laughs> yeah. But just like some discord in a relationship and then feeling mm. like cranky about um, like the more social media kind of stuff I do, the more – annoying and needling comments I see. (laughs) And, but, (laughs) but yesterday I, um, like this was the last day of Mercury retrograde. I Mm -hmm. did feel that like that dual citizenship thing where I was like, you know what, why am I getting, why am I focusing on that? Can I just Mm -hmm. let go of that? Let go of the annoyance, let go of the discord and step into love, like that divine Mm -hmm. love feeling. So I remembered the divine love card in that way. And then just like self-compassion. I had a really interesting self-compassion experience yesterday mm-hmm. where I was thinking about my high school self and how – I did that too. Really? Okay, go on. Sorry. Just okay. We'll see that. if we have a parallel. Yeah. But it, I had this insight like now that I'm in my 40s, I, I think I'm like far enough away from the experience of becoming a woman in this culture – that I was able to see and have like so much compassion for that whole process of having to like process. I mean, I felt like I was realizing I felt confused about, well, I guess I'm supposed to be a sex object 
I guess my appearance is my major thing I need to focus on because that's the message I'm getting from my mm. Seventeen magazine and from, you know, Cindy Crawford on MTV and, you know, what yeah. all that pop culture. Mm-hmm. And it didn't – I wanted to be so much more well-rounded. I wanted to be a person that was respected for so much more than my appearance. And I, and it, I wasn't able to see that that was – like I just felt like, oh, that must just be wrong. Like I mm. guess there's something wrong with me that I – want to be more than a sex object and just I just felt so much compassion for that pain like that's um, you know like my identity yes. and and I mean I, this isn't just me this is so many women oh, have this yeah, experience well, it's and, like all women Hashtag yeah all women I will say men also have like gender roles in general you oh know, yeah are, are just really restrictive and luckily yes. we're seeing so much positive change in this area at this time but it's really been a long time coming you know Yes, yes. I did have a similar thing. It wasn't about that. Well, my gosh, it was about that. Tess, uh, what is happening to us? <laughs> we're tapping in. To, yeah. I mean, we're, we are bringing a creative project out into the world together. So That's true. It shouldn't oh be that gosh. surprising. Well, it is, though, that it's the exact same thing because I remembered yeah. how I, I don't know if I, if you knew this, I used to be a stand-in on Twin Peaks. Oh, I did know that. Cause you know, you, cause you've had things to do with both my favorite TV shows, Twin Peaks and oh, My Little Pony. Oh, that's so funny. I didn't know. <laughs> I forgot Twin Peaks was one of your oh, favorite. Oh, I love oh, it so much. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, the season sense. three. Did you watch season three? Well, you mean the new one? The, the new one. Yeah. No. Mm-mm. Oh, that was a transcendent experience for me. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, I love it. I love oh, David Lynch. He's the best. He is uh, yeah, a and you met him. Oh, my gosh. I'm so jealous. I mean, he I was mean, in the a good sweetest way. <laughs> thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was like a little, although I was 20 and he was 44. And, but he had a full head of gray hair and he seemed like a little sweet, sweet grandpa or something, <laughs> even though he was 44. <laughs> um, but I totally objectified myself on oh. that set a hundred percent. And, you know, probably, I mean, it was like all the women, I mean, I feel like calling them girls cause we were all so young, um, I don't know if maybe I felt like I was, I don't think I felt like I was competing because I was doing it before that. But I think at that, before that, I had always worn baggy clothes and I had suddenly decided I was just like going to show my body. But Mm -hmm. I just felt like I totally just reduced myself to that completely. And for the longest time, I would look back on that with shame. And there were a lot of people on that set, I have to say, that were not nice um oh well i shouldn't say a lot that's not fair just actually the guy that got me the job kind of turned on me at some point and so it was just a very he wasn't nice to me and then i always blame myself and there was Mm. just so much shame with it and um and the objectification that i did so anyway i had the same experience where i was just like oh my gosh you know i had so much compassion for myself like where i had come from i had like you know, no parenting, no parenting, nurturing. Like I was mm-hmm. just like trying to figure it out. And I was a kid on a TV set, you know, yeah. like I was just so I finally gave myself so much compassion in a way that instead of beating myself up like him and a few, a couple other people did. So anyway, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Love uh, yes. is uh, amazing. 
I know, because I was thinking of that too, that up until now I had thought of like, oh, because I, I did it such the similar thing and I went straight from high school to acting school in Pasadena and right. so it was like, okay, I'm going to try to rebel against the feminine thing and wear baggy clothes and grungy clothes um, and then, okay, now I'm a Jägermeister girl and, yeah. you know, I'm a, <laughs> it's a professional sex object. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and that was the message I got. I mean, I will say also at that time the Monica Lewinsky thing was going on, which mm-hmm. was such – I mean, that was around the same time, which was such a message again, like – Yep. You're, if you're in your early 20s, it's you're a sex object and that's all you are mm-hmm. and you should feel ashamed of it. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we're fighting the system. Yeah. It's funny because I can't see – oh, sorry. I'm just going to get closer to the camera. I'm seeing myself as this little teeny thing and it looked to me because like my eyebrow was like all the way up to the top of my head and I was like what is happening but now I look oh I didn't notice that it's not happening I think okay (laughs) all right (laughs) let's move on what do we do next I can't oh we didn't have any questions this week so we will not be answering questions but if you have any questions for us you can email us at magicmondaypodcast at gmail.com Yes. And like we said, we're recording this early. So if you sent us a question in the second half of the week, we weren't able to get to it because that hasn't happened yet. Yes. It's early Wednesday. So because Mm -hmm. I'm going away and so are you. We both have trips this week. Mm -hmm. Um, So I guess then it is time for the energy report. (laughs) I feel like I've uh, lost my... uh, and not going high enough for the energy report these days. Well, but the attitude was really oh, okay, there. Great. You really you. brought it today. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. So, um, I don't know if it was like preparation for the new moon in the energy report situation this week, but I really saw that it's all about manifesting, um, which does go along with the new moon, but I guess next, by the time people are listening to this, it won't be, but still it's in that cycle of yeah. a newish moon. Um, yeah. I don't know about you because this is just your lifestyle, but I've been on a crazy, um, clearing clutter, like, mm-hmm. uh, fervor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what well, can yeah. only be described as a fervor. <laughs> you too? <laughs> uh, yes. And I've just been tuning into it for everyone. Like this oh, okay. is a time yeah. of purification, letting go, getting yes. clear, tying up loose ends, finishing old projects. Like that's all connected to clutter Oh clearing. my gosh. I'm just like clearing all the books. Like I'd already thought I cleared all the books and then it was like now two more boxes of books. And mm-hmm. it's just like, yeah, so much. Um, so anyway, ah, um, so it does seem also like people are ready to start thinking about manifesting. So I thought yeah. I would just go into kind of manifesting 101 for people um, yeah. and just do a real basic um, lesson, I guess, on what it is you can do for whatever it is you want to manifest. Now, um, the first thing that you need to do for manifesting whatever it is, is really tap into the feeling of whatever it is you want. So do not uh, cut corners with this. Like you really can spend, you know, that feeling when I don't know if other people do this, I'm a real Pisces, but like just that daydreamy, like feeling of letting yourself, I don't know, like, let's say you want to 
manifest a relationship and you watch the notebook, you know, that the notebook. Oh, yeah. The famous I know the notebook. Mm-hmm. So like for me, I used to love Ryan Gosling. So I that would easily be like, oh, I could just like be in that daydreamy world of, you know, but this is a real <laughs> I'm just laughing and Brett listening to this and Justin <laughs> Thoreau and now Ryan Gosling. But just <laughs> but I manifested Brett, who's my perfect partner, who I love mm-hmm. so much. So he's not at all, as I said, not at all jealous. So I don't know why I'm saying couching on this. But anyway, um so to really allow yourself to fantasize what it is. If it's a relationship, if it's a job like it's hard for people to do this because you have to really turn off the doubting brain. Give yourself permission to just turn it off. The doubting mm-hmm. brain, the brain that says, well, this couldn't happen. Um, or the part that's like, well, how would this happen? So you need to turn off, like imagine a light switch. You're turning off the how. You're turning off the the what was the other one the um that it could never happen no and the how but especially yeah so turn that how off you don't have to know how because the universe sees endless possibilities and opportunities that you aren't aware of so truly to just lose yourself in that and like I was telling you before when I was trying to manifest a relationship that ended up being Brett which was better than anything I could have imagined if I had tried to imagine that like, I would have been like, there's no way this is possible. Forget it. But mm-hmm. in fact, I created, I created, it sounds like he's Frankenstein. I was in my laboratory. <laughs> but, but sometimes we often joke, it's like, we're maybe in a coma because it's like actually too good to be true. Yeah. So I'm probably imagining all this. And so, but I really feel like I was able to do it because I just ima- felt the feelings. And then there was none of this, how is it going to happen? It's just like, oh, I'm excited for it to happen. And yeah. so then the second part is truly the releasing of it to source without any thought. So just like, okay, I'm going to give myself 10 minutes. I mean, you don't have to. If that feels like too much, you can do five in the morning, five at night. But whenever you think of it, maybe you're driving, you can just feel the fantasy of it and then be like, okay, thank you, universe. And this or something better and just give it up to the light. And then don't think about like this. I My favorite manifesting book is this book called Excuse Me, Your Life is Waiting. Oh, I need to read that. You mentioned (laughs) that to me last week. Oh, yeah. It's so good. And I mean, I don't love the actual writing of it, but it really does help, like, because she's always talking about, like, circumstances be damned. Like, it doesn't matter what your circumstances are. Don't, so don't, like, if you're trying to manifest a job, don't then immediately go to, like, I don't know, um, all your rejection letters or something. (laughs) Not that that's a real thing, but maybe it would be if you're a writer or something. Um, So like, just don't, there's no focus on that. And that some people think, oh, does that mean I'm ignoring reality? No, you're just not focusing on this exact moment, what's in your reality. Instead, you're focusing on the vibration that you want, need to be to create it. Yeah. And so, and like, I always think of money, how sometimes people will be like, but my, I don't get paid till next week. And it's like, there are so many channels that you may know of and you may not know of. So I think of, I receive money from expected and unexpected sources. Yeah. That, and really feeling that like excitement. Oh my God, I just got this from, 
from an un- from this source. Wow, like bringing that feeling into your body. Yeah. Yeah. And isn't it amazing how the universe provides and how supported I am by the universe? I mean, it truly is, though. I can't tell you how many times I have worked on manifesting money. And I'm like, I can't believe, like, it really feels like I'm just pulling it out of thin air. Like, yeah. it'll just come to me. Because it's an energy. Yeah, it really is. So I really want to just encourage everybody to stay in that playful part of it. And it's so important. This one part of the of that book, she's talking to her friend who's like really down, like desperate to because she's in a desperate situation. And that was her quote unquote reality. But she just like made her talk to her vibrate at this level. Basically, she calls it scripting where you then once you get the feeling in your body, you start talking to out loud or to somebody else. If you can work with somebody else, that's even better because it magnetizes it even more magnifies it. Um, But um, she was just like, she had to let, she's like, we're going to do this. Like had to force her not to focus on her circumstances. Now that doesn't mean like, you know, <laughs> I don't know, ignore your life and take care of the things you have to take care of. Obviously you need to do that, but, but just as much as possible, just, you're not going to th- go down into whatever vibration you were before. So, and I will say it does bring things up to be cleared out. So that's something to be aware of. Um, but try your best not to sink into it, but just to be love. And then if you can combine this with loving self-compassion and to just be like, this is suffering. If you're, if you do go into that, how may I be kind to myself? Like, you know, this is a hard time. May I be kind to myself and then switch back into, okay. And make it fun. Like I said, like you can dance even while you do it and like bring that feeling in like, oh my gosh, I'm so happy that I have this job. It feels so good. And while you're dancing, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. but always focus on the feelings, not the, how is it going to come to me? Yeah. And you know what I tell people when they are, when they have trouble getting into that, like if they just keep on doubting, you know, then I like to recommend the what if strategy. So by saying like, well, what if the universe was perfectly supporting me? Well, what if there is a perfect job for me and I will find it? What would that feel like? Can I imagine like hypothetically what it would feel like? And Mm -hmm. then that often will give you the license if you're just like, well, I'm just pretending anyway. It's just the what if. Then Mm -hmm. you can start to tune into that frequency and then you can start to bring it around. So it's like you're thinking of everything as vibration, feeling as vibration. Yeah. And when you think of it that way, you can find tricks like that to like move yourself into a different vibration and then step into it. Yeah, it really is about being creative. And actually, we talked about this before about how like sometimes you'll feel like, oh, as I'm talking about this, like I actually feel a lot of fear coming up or something. Mm -hmm. And it's important in your like allotted time that you're giving yourself, you can say for that moment, like, okay, I'm just going to put that aside for now. Like I... I'll, I'll attend to you fear as soon as I'm done with this little fantasy, but still let yourself feel it. And then, you know, attend to the fear. That's important to say, like, talk, you could talk to your fear, like it's an inner child, your inner, cause it probably is your inner child, um, or a part of yourself and, and just, um, you know, try to do what you can to heal that fear because that's part of, that's probably why you haven't created it before. Yeah. 
because so it's good yeah. news. Yes. Yeah. It when it comes up, news. it's good news because then you're like, oh, no wonder, you know, no wonder there was that limitation there. There was That's a layer right. where I was afraid of experiencing that romance or success or abundance. Mm-hmm. And then when you acknowledge that, that's just like such a success right there. And then you can soothe yourself and be kind to yourself mm-hmm. and heal that and move through it and then level up. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Cause there, there are reasons why you haven't leveled up, so to speak. So yeah, it is really important to talk to those parts of yourself and not just shove them down. But I do mm-hmm. think shoving it down just during your time of mm-hmm. fantasizing, unless you really can't and it's so large, then say, okay, I'm going to come back to this fantasizing in a little bit. What's going on? How can, what are you afraid of? Okay. How, and be the loving parent to yourself. Um, yeah, and when, and going through changes like that too, where I'm consciously shifting out of a block like that, like a fear, I like to be aware of my breath, make sure my breath is going deep, you know, or just bringing my awareness. Like I yes. notice I'm bringing breathing in, I notice I'm breathing out, and and often when you are experiencing fear, you'll notice that your breath is shallow, yes. but when you bring your attention to it. It naturally begins to deepen and that can be one of the things that helps you process the fear. So what is that fear? Oh, I feel that fear. And then you breathe it in and out. You can also tap your thymus area. So mm-hmm. that's your upper chest between your heart and your throat chakra. Just tap there as you breathe and feel the fear and set the intention to move it out of your mm-hmm. body. And also, yeah, that's that's an important part, whether it's fear, whether it's whatever it is, um, limitate, limiting beliefs, whatever it is to just do your best to not be afraid of it. I was actually talking in class yesterday, self-compassion class, and I was talking about how like taking kind of like how we talk about in the fuck it diet, like taking the morality out of food. Oh yeah. Taking the morality out of, um, emotions like there's no good or bad emotions so if you can just greet whatever it is and dive into it our our impulse is to resist it but that doesn't that just keeps it stuck so to just like oh my gosh like I feel like I'm not worthy of this okay so Mm -hmm. breathe into that lack of worth and feel Mm -hmm. that and with loving compassion bring it in invite it in and then it's going to transform yeah. And so that's like Louise Hay says something about like, you don't have to get upset to clean a house. It's like, you're just <laughs> noticing there's that and I'm letting it go. That's funny. I like that. <laughs> yeah. It's hard because, you know, we want to resist big feelings sometimes if they're mm-hmm. whatever they are, even happy. Fe- if you, you know, there's this quote from the Sedona method that um if you to the degree to which you resist one thing is to, is the degree to which you resist everything. So oh. if you're resisting like your sadness, you're also not experiencing your happiness as much as you can. Yeah. Yeah. So to really just like embrace all of the colors of the rainbow of your emotion. Did I say resist or embrace? <laughs> I meant embrace. Oh, I thought, uh, I don't know. I didn't okay. notice you saying okay. resist. Uh, resist all of it. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, yeah, the more you can combine those two, but just on a basic manifesting level, yeah, the more you can really bring that feeling in of, oh my gosh, I have it. It's already here. That knowing that it's already coming. It's already here. 
that's mm-hmm. really important too. The knowing is big, big, big. And the, the anticipation, I think, is fun too when you yeah. enter into the mystery of it. Like, I don't know how, but it is somehow. Isn't that going to be interesting? Yes, you know, exactly. You know, it's funny. Again, when I was manifest, trying to manifest a relationship, um, I remembered Bruce, Bruce, no, true <laughs> Barrymore saying, um, <laughs> Bruce Barrymore, Bruce, oh my God, <laughs> Juice Barrymore <laughs> saying that, um, when she was in between relationships, she would get so excited about when is the next one? I wonder where he is. Like, when is he, oh. where will he come from? Um, and I really liked that as opposed yeah. to just being like, uh, you know, if you want a relationship, um, like accepting your circumstances as being your reality. No, you know what? It's all, as we have said many times, it's all an illusion. Mm-hmm. You can, none of it's real. So just like create the thing you want for God's sake. Yeah. Have fun with it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Have fun. And experiment. That. I think that, that feeling yes. that like, I'm just going to try it and see what happens. You know, that's a, a good, that's the yes. wisdom of the fool too. I don't know oh, yeah. how, but I'm just going to trust and see and try and mm-hmm. see how I it think, unfolds. Yes. That getting curious feeling is so helpful with all of it, even exploring our shame, our, you know, our fears to just like, if we look at it like, oh God, or, you know, or (laughs) another (laughs) uh, wordless sound, um, then we want (laughs) to resist it. (laughs) But if we're like, oh, what is this? You know, and like generally being curious about it, like, huh, why do I have fear around this? Then it mm-hmm. makes you just, it takes the edge off, the judgment mm-hmm. off. Yeah. And everybody has those things they run into. So it's not like you yes. fail. That, I think that, that was a big lesson for me in, yeah. in the new age whole thing. The new age uh, trip yeah, yeah. is like, I don't know if I've talked about that before, but in Reiki, did I talk about this? When I took I Reiki so. one and uh-uh. I was so afraid to get on the table when the teacher was going to check my chakras because oh, I was worried no. I was going to fail because I was going to have some closed chakras, oh, no. you know, that yeah. kind of feeling like I've got to be a good new age person who manifests everything and has mm-hmm. all my chakras flowing. And it's mm-hmm. like, nobody is that. No, nobody, nobody is that. Mm-hmm. whatsoever the more you can all you can do is get to know yourself better and better I really feel like that's the goal and that's how you're going to feel more holistic it's or more whole and complete yeah and and it's not a contest no not at all all right so that was the energy report I loved it I loved it. And that is what I'm feeling too, is that um, this whole like July and Mercury retrograde and it's been so, um, so transformational, but not time quite yet. It's like been time to reformulate, okay, what do I want? Mm -hmm. And now it feels like things are moving forward. Like now it's time to start manifesting instead of just reformulating, healing, letting go, you know, Mm -hmm. like now it's moving in that direction. Put your foot on the pedal. Yep. Okay, so now it is time for Practical Magic. <laughs> so this... <laughs> Will we ever so this, not laugh? <laughs> um, so this week we're talking about, um, or I want to talk about Lunasa. So actually Lunasa was last week. 
for me and Natasha, it's tomorrow. But for you that is listening on Monday, it's last week. But it's still, this is a pagan holiday and we're still in that portal. And I feel like this week is a great time to celebrate it anyway, even though it's belated, just because there were so many things going on until the new moon of last week. Like just, you know, Mercury retrograde and then just the, the moon changing the the new moon and everything there's just been so much so i feel mm-hmm. like now lunasa is so perfect too because it's uh it's the first harvest festival so this is the festival of grain like when okay. our ancestors were working the fields if you're in the northern hemisphere mm-hmm. southern hemisphere it's in bulk which has its own unique magic and you can certainly find a parallel there's always a parallel in each Mm -hmm. One, because they're each other's opposite. So I can talk about both. But with Lunasa, it's a great time to um, just take a moment to stop and celebrate your success. So the things that you've learned over the last Mercury retrograde period, over the last month, you know, the last moon cycle, and really the entire year, if you just take a moment to stop Look back over the year and all the things that you've done, and they could be big successes like, you know, graduating from college or, you know, starting a new job, finishing a project, but they can also be like little successes, so-called little successes that Mm -hmm. might actually be huge, like stepping into your power more or having learning to have compassion for yourself, you know, getting into a habit that, you know, of walking outside more often, you know, things, little things. Mm That just because we're always, it's like, even, you know, in this podcast, it's like, we're like, okay, here's what we're learning and here's what we're doing. Mm -hmm. But to stop for a moment and just, you know, like for Lunasa, you could light a green candle. You could bake something because it's a grain Mm. festival. So tying it to the earth, it's like our ancestors, they would stop. They would, many of them would be growing grain and finally Mm -hmm. take a moment to stop working in the fields and eat some bread or drink mm-hmm. some drink some beer mm-hmm. um, and celebrate all their hard work. So what you can do is, you know, bake some muffins or cookies or bread or drink mm-hmm. a grain beverage like beer, mm-hmm. light a green candle, and maybe dance, maybe write out the things that you're proud of yourself for and no, don't leave anything nice. out. And just celebrate and celebrate yourself. And in that conscious completion too, that's a thing that I feel like I could definitely – I'm going to do this for Lunasa – is to look at the projects I've finished and just yes. kind of energetically complete them, like imagine grounding the energy of them, connecting it with the energy grid of the earth. Yes. Just full circle because often it's like I'll be like, okay, I finished editing this book and I sent it in and then I'll just be like, okay, what else do I have to do? Exactly. Instead of like, wow, that was a big project. You know, it just – I finished it and wrapped it up. And it's not just, I mean, I think it's for me, for like my own closure, but also for the project itself to celebrate Mm. it and honor it and let it come full circle and connect it like that to the earth. Yeah. And also it's so important to acknowledge your successes and your work. You're just even just honoring your hard work. Yeah. I think it really affects how for I think it affects well because it's receiving you know oh yeah you can if you can allow that in then you can also bring more in 
You know, mm-hmm. if you're never like really acknowledging and receiving that you have done accomplished things, then it's kind of like none of it. I don't know. I feel like it's harder to bring in more, more of more yeah. things. Yeah. And energetically, it feels like right when you were just saying that I flashed on like a performance on a stage, how after a performance is finished, like a concert, after a song is over, everyone, it feels right for everyone to clap. Yes. And that's like, and then, and if that doesn't happen for some reason, Mm -hmm. if like the clapping is missed or the musician just starts the next song, it doesn't feel right. Yeah. Right. And it's like, so energetically, you can kind of think of it like that, the clapping, it's moving energy, it's acknowledging it, it's sending energy of gratitude you know, for the completion. Yeah, that's great. So is that, what is that? Oh, one more thing. Uh What you can also do for Lunasa, since we're still in that portal, I, all of August, I kind of think of Mm. as this Lunasa portal. Okay. Um, You can offer some grain to the earth. So a little handful of oats Mm. or barley, or even um, a libation of, beer or ale mm-hmm. in gratitude to mm-hmm. the earth. And that could be a part of your um, completion ceremony too. Of mm. your, all the things that you want to celebrate and the endings, the completion of your mm-hmm. projects. And- it's interesting because I've really been exploring my grounding cord this week too. So I wonder if that's connected at all, just like energetically. Because yeah. I've really been connecting to the earth and so for those of you don't who don't know, we have a grounding cord at the base of our spine. At the it connects to the bottom of the first chakra, and it goes to the center of the earth. Um, and I've just been noticing like all the ways where it it's been in past time or future time, or who's in my grounding cord, and just really connecting to that earth energy and feeling that earth energy coming up my grounding cord. Yeah, it's so, so nourishing to remember that because it helps us to not feel that frenetic energy. To it grounds mm-hmm. anxiety, yeah. helps ground fear, and then it helps us to not feel burned out too because we remember that we have this constant support, like we're plugged into a power source at the center of the earth. Yes, and that we're in our bodies on this earth. It really like yeah. when you're not connected to the grounding cord, then it's like you're not fully in your body. So. Yeah, and then I usually, whenever I connect to my grounding cord, connect to the cosmos yeah. too. So that's the cord of energy, the pillar or trunk of light that goes from the crown of your head up to infinity, which I imagine is diamond white light coming down into my body and merging with the golden white earth yeah. light. So um, so that helps, I think, with the, the tantric path that we're on, like mm. which is – a lot of I think a lot of Western spirituality talks about connecting with the cosmos, with infinity, with the divine, but not kind of ignoring the mm-hmm. physical, the earth and your body. Mm-hmm. But we're so clearly in this life yeah. experience that to merge the two, that's what we're talking about when we talk about magic and metaphysics and manifesting mm-hmm. is calling on both of them. We're drawing in that cosmic light. We're grounding it into the earth. And then from there, we're creating positive change. Yes. Yeah. I imagine the two swirling around in the first chakra. 
the uh, cosmic yeah. and, the, oh, interesting. and the earth energy. I and imagine both, like all throughout my body. Them oh, merging. yeah. Well, it merges there. And then how I was taught was then the cosmic energy comes up. Your your back channels down your arms, out your hands, and then also through your throat chakra, hmm. and then out the top of your head. But that's another story. Anyway, I didn't mean to um, diverge, but uh, um, but yeah, I was just thinking it's interesting that you were talking about all this earth energy, and I've been really focused on that earth energy. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that because definitely that pairs well with Lunasa, and then also with the energy report. Yeah. That moving forward, manifesting. So I think both this week think about stopping and celebrating and appreciating and also moving forward and creating positive change. Yeah. I love it. All right. Was that practical magic? That was practical magic. (laughs) Okay. So um, we'll just do our little housekeeping here then and say, um, yeah, you can find us on Magic Monday Podcast on Instagram. And also you can email us at magicmondaypodcast at gmail.com with any questions. And um, you can also follow me on Instagram, Highest Light Healing. I mean, why not? Why not follow me since you're, Do you're going to follow me? <laughs> uh, we're about to surpass me in there. Um, it doesn't matter. Who cares? I'm just saying. You might as well. Although you do always repost me anyway. Yeah, um, but it won't hurt. It won't hurt just to go yeah, and follow Natasha. I mean, what's it going to hurt? Just do it. Come on. <laughs> okay. And then you can also find me to book a reading or sign up for my newsletter at highestlighthealing.com, my website. Yes. Okay. And you can find me at tesswhitehurst.com. And that's also where you can find our show notes for Magic Monday podcast. And you can find me on facebook.com slash Tess Whitehurst author. I'm on Twitter at Tess Whitehurst, on Instagram at Tess4444, and YouTube at Tess Whitehurst. And you can also on my website find the Good Vibe Tribe where you can try a month for free. So that's the Good Vibe Tribe online school of magical arts. It's really fun the community on Facebook and during the web chats every Tuesday is just a really great place to meet and hang out with online, virtually hang out with other magical people. Mm-hmm. And you have access to a bunch of workshops, online I mean, workshops. So many wealth of information. If you're a classes type person, and I certainly am, I love taking classes, um, especially online. It makes it just so much easier because you can do it at your own pace. I mean, Tess has like a million, not quite a million, but it feels like it, classes on there. I think 13, 13 well, or 14. 13 million or 14 million <laughs> classes. <laughs> um, so yes, I highly recommend that. Thank uh, you. Yeah. And we want to thank our producer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're always so good at thanking him. Brett, he's just so good. I so I appreciate times. him so much. Yeah, he's the best. He does the, our descriptions for our – he names our oh, podcast yeah. episodes and does the descriptions. <laughs> and they the last two weeks, they both made me laugh out loud. He's very funny. He's <laughs> yeah. he's a much better choice than Justin Thoreau <laughs> or clearly, Ryan Gosling. Clearly. <laughs> They would probably be terrible podcast producers. Yeah, probably. And husbands. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Um, anyway, yeah. Should we pick our card? Of the week? Yeah. So this week I'm 
going to get a little crazy and draw oh. a tarot card. Whoa. We're going to see what happens with just... that. <laughs> I feel that was a big reveal. <laughs> yeah. This is from the Star Tarot. Um... I love that deck. Oh, you have it? Um, I the don't, Star but tarot? Cassie, my friend Cassie has oh. it that I get readings from, and she's so I awesome. love it. It's I by Kathy McClelland. It's just gorgeous. She did the writing of the book and the art, and I mean – so pretty. Yeah, it's so pretty. Um, okay, do you want to do yours first? Yes. Ooh, I got the chariot, major arcana, y'all. Oh. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> what up, chariot? Okay. <laughs> That's kind of in so, line with manifesting, right? Yeah. So that is, it's like, steering your course it's like um the yin and the yin yang balance and knowing that you can create positive change we can read um her it has a little description you know what i think that's a different deck than i thought the one that uses has a lot of stars on it but it's different oh this is here's the image yeah that's gorgeous really pretty it's a winged black uh, horse, a black pegasus and a white pegasus, and they're steering a man on a chariot. And all throughout this deck, it's just really rich and detailed, and there's stars in all of them. The chariot represents victory through willpower and self-mastery. The celestial chariot moves into your life fast and then rests to help you assimilate all that has taken place. Like we said, I mean, assimilate yes. and create positive change. The chariot symbolizes action, change, victory, success, moving in or out of a situation, traveling, refocusing, new perspectives and thoughts. And while this transformation is happening, the future ahead is unknown and familiar skills you once relied on are now outgrown and not useful on your new course. Change can make you feel restless, uncertain, or fearful, pushing you off center and struggling with the courage to go forward. The chariot symbolizes the cosmic warrior who has traveled through many experiences and learned if you have the will and determination to dig deep within, you will find the well of inner strength to overcome any blocks that hold you back. I mean, yes, it's perfect, perfect. Well, I picked. I did. I decided to do the acoustic tarot again. Um, I had decided that before we realized we forgot what we had picked from last week, anyway. But it's <laughs> like we gave. We're giving it another shot. So I got the one of roses, which is the commitment card. It says commitment. So let's see what it says. Roses are scattered around a contract on a brightly lit desk. When this card appears upright, it means that a valuable union is at hand. A romantic commitment may be coming your way or perhaps love from just your past from your past lives is returning to you. A business commitment may be forthcoming, such as the offer of a promotion or a new job or the opportunity to form a partnership or create a new business venture. This card could also indicate the signing of other types of papers, like the purchase of a house. Is there any more? Yeah. Um, As with many cards, part of the meaning refers to you. It is a reminder to be conscious of your commitment to yourself. If you want others to put you first or to help bring happiness to your life, then you must commit to do the same. Your self-honoring choices will set the groundwork for all your partnerships to thrive. Mm. I really love it. I mean, I really feel like this is just all, um, 
I'm going to turn off my little light if I can. Well, I'll, oh, yeah. Um, it's just like it all is about this manifesting, like committing to ourselves, committing to our self-compassion, um, to our dreams and to manifesting. Like when all of this, when the commitment um, and the drive comes together, then it's like we can manifest everything. You know? Yeah, and it, that I feel like what you were just talking about, the um, one of roses, mm-hmm. um, it's like that allowing there to be space around our – like loving space around mm-hmm. our manifestations. Like we were talking about when fears come up or insecurities come up, to be committed to ourselves, to let it be an yes. opportunity to love ourselves more and to breathe through it and to move through the block and to let it all be – you know, an act of self-love and self-appreciation, self-acceptance, self-trust. Yeah. Yes. All of that just like softens the whole deal. And make, listen, we're just here for a short while. We're here to have fun. We're here to like, you know, enjoy our lives. Yeah. Well, and we're just, just do doing it. the best we can. Yeah. We don't understand why we're here. We don't understand time. Mm-hmm. We don't understand infinity. <laughs> and it's so weird. So uh-huh. we're all experiencing this weirdness, <laughs> this confusion, but yeah. we might as well play with it and have fun and see Ex- what we can do with creating the things we want. Yeah. And this is Leo season. I mean, I feel like August is like kind of a respite from all these. I think Jupiter comes back direct this month too and like it's just like a really great nice astrological time too to create this stuff and to feel into the joy in our lives yeah after the first harvest of lunasa during it in august it's true it's like august you start to feel like this all this like fiery transformation of summer, like some rest as we we're like coasting mm-hmm. toward fall, you know, mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. the last green moment of full summer before yes. we get into. And it's all of August. So yeah, let's enjoy it. I'm going to go to a Shawn Mendes concert. So. Woohoo. <laughs> I still don't know who that is, but you should have a general idea. Okay. Listen to him. I mean, he's cute, like pop music. Which I enjoy. I like melody, melodic music. I mean, does that sound like the dumbest thing anyone's ever said? No, Ted says that all the time. Melodic music. Yeah, I like melodic. um, Because so much pop music is not melodic. That's true. Thank you. Okay. But what what were you saying? Sorry, I interrupted (laughs) you. I have no idea. All right. Listen, guys. We appreciate you. Oh, leave us a review on iTunes. Um, yeah, or and, Spotify or, or, or yeah, tune in or whatever that is. Mm-hmm, wherever that is. We really, <laughs> truly do appreciate you, though. I mean, every time I read them, I'm like, oh, it feels so good. It feels so good that we are um, touching people's lives and making them feel nice. So we, and we really appreciate hearing hearing that. So thank you and have yep. a wonderful week. Have a beautiful week. Bye. No, no, no. I can't do that. I'm worth more than that. Justin Thoreau.